political reaction. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here, your conversationalist in action and your concierge for conversation. Lots to talk about right now as uh, we look at the world and the state it's in, of course, on everyone's mind. The invasion of Ukraine by Russia last night. And uh, we uh, are going to be uh, talking to uh, a Ukrainian here in just a couple of minutes and uh, get their perspective on what's happening. Uh, just before we uh, we start that, I, I think probably with the president's press conference, if we can, uh, I think, sum up what's happening. And I, I, I think he did probably a good summation of this. This is uh, President Biden's, I think, basic assessment of Putin's game. You heard the speech he made, almost an hour's worth of speech, is why he was going into Ukraine. He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is about. And I think that his, uh, his ambitions uh, are, are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived. Again, I think that's a fairly good summation of what's going on as uh, the world in the eastern part of Europe is rattled, shaken, and I am sure in fear uh, for a lot of people. I want to go now to uh, Luba lives in uh, Valley Springs, not too far up the road here from uh, our location here in Modesto. Uh, Luba, welcome, and would love to hear your perspectives on what's going on. And you've talked to relatives in the Ukraine. Tell us what's happening right now and, and how they're feeling at this time. Uh, hi. Uh, I just talked to my sister maybe half an hour ago. It's now nighttime in Ukraine, 1 o'clock nighttime, 1 o'clock a.m. So last night and last day, they're just scared right now because they heard – they live very close from a big city, Kharkiv, and Kharkiv is 20 miles from Russia. So – my nephew, he lives in close to downtown in Kharkiv, and he started to hear uh, some uh, noise from shooting, and they, and of course they're very scared. My friend, she woke up uh, last morning, 5:30 in the morning, from uh, noise of uh, shooting. So people are just scared right now, and they don't understand what's going on. So this is this is what I heard, and they're scared, and they can't even realize that it's happening right now. Yes. I'm sure that's understandable, Luba. Just a question. To your knowledge, uh, did your friends and relatives there really have a feeling for what was going to happen? Did they have the information that they needed to respond to this, or do you think they uh, they were kept in the dark or weren't given uh, enough information uh, to assess the situation? They knew that something is going on, but they never expected something like this. They feel that it's like now it's something not real. It's how they feel. 
right now because uh, after I don't know when it happened when they uh, accepted uh, two Ukrainian region Lugansk and Donetsk uh, as independent republics so after all this happened they became very scared because they understood that this is not it's something is going to happen soon but they never expected something like invasion like this they never expected this it's what what it's what i heard from them yes so uh, it, in in your estimation uh, they were really caught by surprise uh, by all of this they hope that everything will be will uh, will stop there in uh, uh, Lugansk and Donetsk in this region. They 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 never expected that uh, uh, they will go far in, into Ukraine. So what what, what does said. the what does the future hold? What uh, what do you feel is going to happen? How, how are they looking at the next couple of hours? Even they don't know. They don't know because situation is uh, changes every two hours, sometimes every hour. So they don't know. They they don't know. They really don't. The government says that everybody has to stay at home. They cancel schools, work. So everybody has to stay up to Monday at home. It's what they're doing right now. They're staying at home. They have food. They have water. Um, my nephew said today he went uh, two times to store. He got uh, groceries for family, um, but they don't know what to do next. They don't know. What are what are you able to do for them? Anything at this point, or is it uh, is it just a case that? People are here wanting to help, but you you really can't get a hold of relatives. You you can't do anything tangible. Uh, Aside from praying for them and and such, uh, is there anything you can do for your family members members and friends at this point? Of course, I can pray for them. I can pray for peace in Ukraine. I ask about if I can send them some money because if they uh, will not work for a while, but... They said it depends if uh, banks will work. They don't know how system will work and how will they be able to, to get money from ATM machines or from their bank's account. They don't know because I offered them to send. Maybe I can. They don't know if they if grocery store will be open tomorrow. I heard on Ukra- on uh, some Ukrainian news that uh, all grocery stores supplied for 15 days. I don't know is it true or not, but it's what I heard on some news from there. So looking ahead, as as uh, you have some knowledge in the area uh, and, and of the area, what are you sensing from the leadership in Ukraine right now? Do you have confidence? Do your friends and relatives have confidence in the leadership, or are they shaken uh, regarding their leadership as well? No, because first, uh, last night, first uh, three, four hours, they didn't hear anything, not from local government, not from uh, uh, Ukrainian president. So they really didn't know what to do, what to think about what's going on. 
So now information changes uh, so quickly, and what I heard that president speaks almost every hour, but they don't have um, any clarification what to do, what, what exactly what they have to do, except that they have to stay at home. And a final question for you. What do most people in their area identify as? Do they identify with the Russians at all, or do they identify themselves as Ukrainians, as independent people? In this region, in Kharkiv, they, indefi- uh, they are and define themselves as Ukrainians, but uh, who are speaking Russian, Russian language, because it is historical. And, and in terms but of they, their passions, in terms of their identity, do they tend to identify more as uh, Ukrainians independently, or do they consider themselves part of the, uh, the Russian people? I would say Ukrainian independently, because it's been like more than 25 years as Ukraine got independence. So it's like I said, they identify themselves as Ukrainian. Luba, thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, I know that uh, you must feel some of that fear. Uh, that you're, uh, yes, your friends. Yes, I do. Uh, yes, I do. Well. And I'm very, I, 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 I worry very much for my relatives. This is a very hard and difficult situation right now to be here and not to be able to even help them. Absolutely. Last mm-hmm. question for you, and maybe it's beyond what you want to comment on, but let me just ask you, is there anything that you wish the United States as a government would be doing now that, that we aren't doing yet? Or do you feel that we're responding appropriately to this challenge? Mm, I would like you, uh, American government to, to, to be very wise in any decision what they make, to be just very, very wise. Luba, again, thank you so much for visiting with us. We appreciate it. And uh, as uh, representing pastors in our area, I want you to know that we're praying for the people in Ukraine and those of you who are connected with them here. Luba, thank you so much for, for visiting with You're us today. You're very welcome. Blessing thank you. Me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Luba, from just up north here, just a a little bit, uh, expressing her concern about her friends, her families in the Ukraine. And uh, again, I I can't imagine what they're going through. As we looked at the long lines of cars trying to get out of uh, major cities, uh, those that were being uh, shelled uh, the um, last night, and it is just absolutely put yourself into their place and think about the radical, upside down, evil things that you're suddenly faced with. There, we we're still kind of comfortable here, but but think of the fact lives are at stake here because President Putin there uh, can't be trusted, obviously, and he's a violent man. And so it's, uh, it's worthy for us to pray for our, our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine and for you and those here who are on this side um, of, uh, of the world as well. In just a few moments, I will give you uh, some of the sound bites from President Biden 
as he talked about this situation today and a little bit later on today. We're also going to talk with uh, Congressman John Garamendi. John Garamendi is, as you may know, uh, the chair of the Armed Services Subcommittee for Readiness, and we'll see what his take is on it. Understand uh, the uh, Democratic administration and those Democrats that are, are supporting it have one perspective. And uh, as we've heard Donald Trump uh, speak uh, in the past uh, 24 to 48 hours, he has another perspective on it. Uh, but we want to take some time and, and get uh, Congressman Garamendi's impressions, especially not only because he sits in Congress, but because he does chair that Armed Services Subcommittee on Readiness. And this, of course, is uh, going to be part of his bailiwick as he watches what's happening internationally. All that's coming up in just a few minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show. I'll be back in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show as uh, we begin to unpack the uh, ramifications of what happened last night. I'm sure many of you have uh, seen the images of uh, the folks trying to get out of cities, the reports of uh, shelling and uh, just the, the, the fear uh, that we heard from uh, Luba just a couple of minutes ago about what's happening with uh, her relatives, her friends in the Ukraine. Uh, very, of course, uh, we, we saw the, the fires building, didn't we? We saw the, uh, the ramp up to this. And uh, I think uh, President Biden uh, today uh, came out to talk about uh, some of these issues. One of the things that uh, he talked about was uh, this being, as, as, as we know, an unprovoked, premeditated attack of uh, Ukraine. And uh, he told us that he saw it coming. I don't know that I have a lot of comfort in that, but here's what he said. For weeks, for weeks, we have been warning that this would happen. And now it's unfolding largely as we predicted. Well, that's, uh, that's helpful, I guess. It's uh, happening largely as they predicted. And uh, the, the question is, and, and the thing that keeps running through my mind, and, and maybe yours as well, be interested to see what you think about this. It seems like of late, oh, the past couple, maybe the past two years, Whatever it is, the administration seems to be in a reaction mode instead of a proactive mode. Do you understand what I'm saying there? It seems like we're reacting all the time instead of doing something proactive. And uh, I, I would think that if we knew this was coming, as the president said, then Perhaps some things should have been done ahead of time with a little more efficacy. Obviously, this, uh, they, saw, they saw the storm clouds coming. This was not a surprise to the administration. And uh, so I think there are appropriate questions about uh, why did we not respond with something sooner and uh, with a lot more effectiveness. Well, here's what the president had to say 
about uh, how the uh, storm clouds were gathering. Vladimir Putin has been planning this for months, as we've been saying all along. He moved more than 175,000 troops, military equipment, and positions along the Ukrainian border. Well, yes, he did. And again, having seen that, it just seems to me that there at least should be some retrospective on, hmm, should we have ended our, our energy independence? With this happening, maybe we need to go back and start firing up some of those coal plants. Maybe we need to go back and start reinstating some of those fossil fuel jobs and projects. It just confounds me that uh, the Biden administration has really destroyed a lot of things that would have held us in good stead today. Do we want to rely upon foreign countries for our oil? I think Vladimir Putin, these things are, are going through his mind, although I'm not I'm not quite sure if he's in his right mind or not. And uh, we'll be talking a, a little bit to John Garamendi, uh, Congressman John Garamendi, about that in a little bit uh, later on today, because I'm, I'm very interested as someone from his perspective who's watching the world scene, what does he see that's happening and could we have done anything differently? My, my guess is that a lot of uh, the politicians in Washington, D.C. that are supporting the administration are, are going to line up and ignore some of those things like doing away with the, uh, the XL pipeline, uh, with uh, doing away with our energy independence, and again, we're running into these issues that I, I believe the administration has been responsible in part for creating. Now, do I want the administ- do I want the administration to stand up and act nobly now and do the right thing? Absolutely. I want them to be successful. I want Joe Biden uh, to be successful. Whether he will or not is the question. Leading up to this, uh, if you're a if you're a, a tyrant like Vladimir Putin, who has designs on apparently a world order over there in Europe, do you see the president as much of an adversary or as much of a blockade to what you want to do? Our telephone number here two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Area code 209-551-3483. And on top of all that, there's also some cybersecurity issues going on as well. We'll talk about it in five minutes. Power Talk 1360 KFIV when the Mike Douglas Show continues. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin. Get the lowdown on all things cryptocurrency on the Coin Bureau podcast. Your home for unbiased crypto knowledge. Hosts Guy Turner and Mike Mooch share the latest tips and tricks, providing education about cryptocurrency without the hype. I had to go back and think about money in general. Yeah. And when I got that all square, I found that Bitcoin and crypto made more sense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Listen to the Coin Bureau podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. North 5 in Lathrop, slow right now. Delays from 120 all the way to Downing Avenue. And eastbound 205 prior to that, uh, looking pretty good right now through Tracy. East 4 in Stockton, slow from Filbert Street all the way to 99. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Sylvania. On dark, foggy roads, do your fog lights provide the visibility you need? Upgrade to LEDs from Sylvania, the leader in automotive lighting. Experience how advanced optical design leads to superior downroad clarity. Visit the Sylvania website to find your LED bulbs today. Whoever said the more the merrier sure wasn't in charge of hiring new employees. Because the more unqualified candidates you have for a job, the more difficult your hiring can be. And that can make the process, well, not so merry for you. Thankfully, there's ZipRecruiter, which you can try right now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology finds the right candidates for your job. But unlike other sites, ZipRecruiter goes deeper. ZipRecruiter matches people with people. And you can personally invite your top choices to apply because the perfect hire is more than a list of qualifications. It's an individual. ZipRecruiter makes hiring the right person easy. And that'll keep you and everyone else very merry. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So try ZipRecruiter for free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's right, free. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. I feel swift here for the Flex Seal family of products. You know, there's a lot of ways to protect your home. You could dig a moat. You could bubble wrap it. Or you could train a pack of wolves to protect it. But the best way is with the Flex Seal family of products. So when you need to patch, bond, seal, repair, and stop leaks fast, get the Flex Seal family of products. Available at FlexSealProducts.com and fine retailers. Hey guys, it's Edge Martinez. My family's gathering in the kitchen. It's our favorite place to catch up. Keep germs out. I use Lysol on countertops, tables, and the fridge handle. Nothing kills more viruses on more surfaces than Lysol disinfectant spray. Lysol, what it takes to protect. Use as directed. One minute, you might be blasting ACDC, and the next, you're belting out vintage Madonna. Your music tastes varies, and we got you covered with your very own station, My Favorites Radio. The more you listen and thumb up the songs you like, the more personalized your station gets. Get started. Started now and start thumbing, and the only songs that'll play are the ones you thumbed up. Plus, you can share your station with anyone in seconds. My favorite radio, only on the free iHeartRadio app. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. iHeartRadio. This report is sponsored by CalHope.org. The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions and worries we have. CalHope can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. Sunny today with a mix of clouds. We'll see temperatures hit the low 60s. Cloudy tonight. Lows in the 20s with a freeze warning again. Sunny skies tomorrow. We'll see low 60s. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show. On Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks for being with us uh, this uh, Thursday afternoon as the the world is shaken a little bit by what's 
transpired over the past 24 hours or so. And in addition to uh, all of the uh, uh, the angst that has been created by Vladimir Putin and his invasion of Ukraine and the desperation that we saw last night, if you were watching many of the news reports, long lines of cars waiting to get out of cities, and, and, and yet they weren't going anywhere. And it must, uh, must be a horrible feeling uh, to see the, or to hear the explosions and to see them as well and to not be able to get out of town in a, uh, in a quick manner. And uh, again, Vladimir Putin showing his colors. This is a question for you, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm just not seeing it clearly. I don't know that, and we don't know for sure, I don't know that he would have pulled this uh, with the Trump administration. Uh, I, I really don't. I think that there was dialogue that was happening, and uh, I know I know the president, uh, former president, uh, has come out. Former President Trump has come out and said, "If you know this would not have happened on my watch, so to speak." Well, we never really know about that, but I think that there are things that contributed to this situation that uh, gave uh, Vladimir Putin, if not a green light, at less at least uh, a. Uh, a, a, a blinking red light that he only had to stop for a certain amount of time and then he could go. And I think that uh, comes back to me. It comes back to Afghanistan. And of course, there's not a lot of talk about that amongst uh, uh, the supporters of the administration, because I, I really think not only is it an embarrassment, not only was it a tragedy, but I feel it was a contributing factor to what we saw happen last night. I think uh, Vladimir Putin knows in his mind that he's not going to be facing a huge adversary in terms of, of uh, President Biden nor the United States of America. And politically, again, I want to revisit this issue with you. Russia, for a long time, has been our short-term enemy. Long-term, it's China. And that's backed up by political scientists, sciences. I, I, when I went to uh, USC back in the late 1970s, had a wonderful international politics professor there. And he was very upfront. And he was from Europe. And he was very upfront about the fact that, yes, at that time, uh, we had the uh, Cold War saber rattling and such. But ultimately, China is the long-term enemy. And so China is on the sidelines now. I'm going to ask uh, John Garamondi, the congressman, about this uh, as we have his interview in the second hour. I want to talk to him about this and his assessment of how does, how does he think China views this? I think Xi Jinping is, is watching this with great interest. And some are saying, well, there seems to be a, some cooperation there between China and Russia. Well, politics makes strange uh, bedfellows, and uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but only for so long. Uh, neither uh, China nor Russia uh, are going to be loyal to each other. I think that's a, uh, that's a ridiculous uh, concept 
Uh, I think they will use each other. And I'm really worried about the status of Taiwan right now. I think as China looks at this, as uh, Xi Jinping uh, examines and, and weighs his options, he might think this, this might be a good time to, uh, to acquire uh, Taiwan and bring it into the fold. What do you think? about that is is china will china take this as a launch pad will they see this as an open gate an invitation to deal with taiwan assuming rolling the dice so to speak that the united states of america will be reactionary in some way but certainly not proactive in terms of uh, our response to it our number here are 209-551-3483. And how would you feel if you were in one of those cars last night trying to get out of a city that was being shelled and uh, you know that uh, tens of thousands of, of uh, troops are coming and, and you just, I, I can't imagine the fear that's going through people. On the other hand, uh, a lot of those uh, Eastern European folks uh, have strong character and they have spines and they may have their backs to the walls. Maybe they'll, they'll try to fight. We'll see how that, uh, how that turns out. Again, our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Is China watching us now? Is China poised to now acquire Taiwan? in the manner that uh, that they would like to fold them in. Interesting question. We'll see how that, uh, how that transpires. In the meantime, cyber attacks are going on. It's not just uh, shelling. It's not just uh, planes in the air, not just uh, artillery uh, on the ground. Cyber attacks have been uh, leveled against the U- Ukrainian government. Uh, they've targeted their websites. They've targeted affiliated organizations. And that added, uh, from what I'm told, to the confusion of Russia's assault last night. And that, that's, that's one of the issues that we have today that uh, wasn't such an issue and weren't such issues back in World War II. We now have uh, technology running most of our lives. We are so dependent upon it. And when uh, those cyber attacks occur, I, I think they, they can be as devastating as a physical attack. Uh, apparently, there was data wiping malware that was uh, activated on, when uh, let's see, a day or two ago. And cybersecurity researchers uh, said that infected, that infected hundreds of computers, including some computers in neighboring Latvia and Lithuania. Researchers are saying the malware attack had apparently been in preparation for as much as three months. So here's another layer to consider as well. We have Putin himself. We have China observing what's going on. And both of both Russia and China do not consider the United States of America as an ally. We're the enemy. They would like to see us done away with. <clears throat> I don't know if they want us or not, but certainly uh, we are some obstacles in their way. And I believe that they would like to uh, see us out of the way. And for us to think naively, well, we're okay. 
none of that's going to uh, to affect us. I think is a is a is a a silly idea. We must be on guard. We must be on guard and watch what's going on as a nation, as uh, advisors to the president. And I'm just worried that there is so much inefficiency, that there is so much politicking, that uh, there is so much finger pointing going on, that the military's ad- ad- military advisors to the president are going to miss some of these things. Certainly, he's not going to see them. And so what we have is a, a very dire situation here. Again, if you'd like to weigh in on any of that, our number here, 209-551-3483. What's China going to do next? What ought we to do beyond the sanctions? Are we doing enough? 209-551-3483. By the way, Modesto real estate market hot. Prices are up, inventory down, and the upcoming interest rate hikes make future home prices uncertain. So selling your home now, I'm not suggesting you move to Europe, but selling your home now may be the right move to maximize your equity. Maybe your family's growing or you're working from home and it means you need more space. Well, call the agent that I trust and recommend, Dan Phipps, called Dan Phipps. Dan's proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value, or he'll sell it for free. Amazing deal. His home selling programs is, are designed to maximize your sales price. You're in complete control. No required costly repairs. No long-term contracts. And you pick your move date. And by the way, he'll, he'll even find you a new home before you move. Dan helped uh, Juan and Mirna sell their home in series by uh, over $5,000 of what they needed to buy their bigger dream home property. So I'd say call Dan Fitz. Dan's the man I recommend, and I would hire to sell my own home. He's the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours or sold free. So call Dan Phipps, 209-840-6378. Or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three P's, D-A-N-P-H-I-P-P-S.com. We'll talk more about what's going on in Europe in three minutes. Here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. North 5 in Lathrop, slow right now, 120 to Downing Avenue, while southbound 99 in Manteca is tied up from Main Street all the way to Jack Tone Road. Eastbound 4 in Stockton, look for delays from Filbert Street all the way to 99 right now. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by KickItCA.org. The journey to quit smoking isn't easy, but you have the power to do it. Your story to quit for good is yours to tell, and we're here to help. For free quit support, visit KickItCA.org today. 
Have a tooth that's bothering you? Dentures loose or keep falling out? Unable to chew or enjoy meals because of missing teeth? Time to visit Martin Dentistry in Stockton. With combined experience of over 60 years, Martin Dentistry can solve these problems and more in a relaxing, family-friendly environment. State-of-the-art custom-made implants and sedation available. Book today. Call 209-951-4251. That's 209-951-4251. Or visit martinimplants.com. If you've been injured in an accident, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. They'll protect your health and finances by dealing with insurance companies and medical professionals so you can focus on your health. Drake Law Firm has recovered over $150 million for their clients, and you don't pay anything until your case settles. If you've been in an auto accident or hurt as a result of a slip and fall, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm, 209-4-900-900. That's 209 209- Four nine hundred nine hundred. You're safe with Drake. Hiring is hard. Luckily, there's Indeed. The hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates from the same place. Just sponsor a job. You'll immediately get a short list of quality candidates on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com credit to get started. Local talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on sort of a sobering Thursday afternoon here as we consider what's going on in Eastern Europe as Russia has invaded Ukraine. Certainly not a mild incursion whatsoever. And we would love to get your perspective as well. We've heard from a resident. Uh, nearby here in the Central Valley of California, Luba, who has friends and relatives there. And she expressed to us uh, the fear that they have, the fear that she has for them. And uh, as we think about cyber attacks, uh, which can occur anywhere, it's a, it's a sobering time, my friends. And it's a time when we look to have confidence in our, uh, in our government and we'll We'll see what happens. I uh, Again, I, I want President Biden to do well with this. It's critical that he does. Uh, I, I'm praying that happens. Uh, but if past performance is any indication, I'm, I'm a tad worried. I just, uh, just have to be uh, honest with you about that. Our phone number here, area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Looking at the situation in uh, the Ukraine, uh, Joel from Modesto, what what's your perspective on this regarding uh, Mr. Putin? Well, we all knew it was a matter of time, and that he was he was timing it. Of course, he wasn't going to do that when Trump was in office, but nevertheless, I don't blame him for doing what he's doing. I mean, if you can attack attack when we got a weaker president, he is not trained whatsoever. To, to react or how to react. So China, Ukraine, and whoever else is going to jump in the pool knows that we're not going to do anything about it. This is, this is a matter of timing. And how this is going to be brought out is, is just it's going to involve everybody. It's not, it's not just what's happening over there. And that was the good thing about Trump was that I'm not I'm not here to advocate for anybody for Trump for Biden or anybody, but you were right when you said this would have never happened under Trump's watch. That would have never he had even his enemies became his friends. So 
So that in turn put everybody in his pocket. Now, when you got somebody like Biden that doesn't know which way is up, I'm not talking bad about our president. You know, he's a career politician. That's all he is. He's never fought for anybody. He's never done anything for anybody. It was all for himself. But nevertheless, we don't want our presidents to fail. We don't want our people to fail. But because of what's happening, we're all going to get dragged into it, whether we like it or not. So if, if, if you look at everybody right now in the Middle East, they're all looking for the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. And once they see what's happening, and everybody, everybody in the world, everybody is watching how we're going to react. And he already did it. Oh, we're going to put sanctions on him. Really? He doesn't, sanctions doesn't bother him. He's got China. They got China. They got Taiwan. They got, they've got everybody they need to back them up. There's, there's nothing that we can give them. You know, we're, yeah. we're relying on them for fuel. A- absolutely. So, yeah, Joel, I, I have to agree with you uh, in that. I think the uh, the situation used the term can't blame uh, uh, Putin. Uh, really, I think we've uh, we've created some of the um, well, as we, we've prepared the ground uh, for what has happened. And uh, I, I think you go back and you look at what's transpired over the uh, past uh, year and a half, two years. Uh, Joel, I, I agree with you. I, I think we've, we've helped set the situation. We've provided the opportunity. Let me put it that way. Let's go back to the phones. Area code 209-551-3483. Brian, what are your thoughts? So our, there's a, the way that this is playing out is actually, uh, making us actually not look strong at all. And what I've been thinking about for years was we allow other countries, actually people that do not have a full residency here that are from other countries, to buy property here in the United States. And if you don't have a residency in another country, you cannot buy property in another country. So isn't that basically allowing the war to actually start from the inside out, which could put us in a major situation? Yeah, I think uh, you have a great point there, Ryan. I think, uh, again, we're laying the groundwork for uh, something that comes later that will not be very pleasant. Uh, Ryan, thanks for your call. Good point. Let's go back to the phones. 209-551-3483. Eden uh, from Modesto, what are your uh, thoughts about this world situation? Uh, Brother Mike, how are you today? Yeah, I'm doing well, my friend. I, I am listening every day for your uh, show because you are you do a perfect job. Uh, Jeff, I want to mention about the relationship between uh, Sleepy Joe and uh, Putin. The same thing it was happened 1990 when Saddam Hussein was invade Kuwait, and the uh, the embassy of uh, of uh, America. She was a female. They give him a green light to invade Kuwait, and then in 1991, when uh, George Bush, uh, 43, they kicked him out from there. I was there because I was uh, in the governor. Uh, but now it's happened. They give the green light for uh, Putin to invade. First, he started with two regions, and then the second step, which 
he yesterday night at uh, in local time in 5.30 or, or 4 or 5, same time it was happened during the invade Kuwait. We invade Kuwait in uh, 2 o'clock afternoon. They invade uh, Ukraine and within 44 million people. Uh, it's, it's, it is, it, I don't want to announce, it's a stupid deal between Barack uh, Biden, uh, Sleepy Biden, and uh, uh, Putin. Yeah, Eden, thank you for your comments. Appreciate that very much and always uh, appreciate you as uh, one of our listeners and callers. Thank you. And you bring some uh, interesting perspectives to this. And, and again, I think Eden is underscoring what several callers have, have said is the theme and, and what I'm really passionate about, and that is not creating opportunities for these world dictators to take over places that not give them opportunities to uh, rob us of our own energy independence, not give them opportunities to uh, under undermine our economy, not give them opportunities to, uh, and, and, and Eden just mentioned this. And I think several callers have, have uh, said this in the past as well with the open border here we're allowing people to come in and the, the they don't have to crash our borders we're inviting them in and in many cases we don't know who they are and this is something that is very uh, very disturbing to me and of course uh, Donald Trump made the decision to take some money away from NATO and apply it to the border wall well president biden saw that in a different way and and the border wall was uh, the construction was uh, was halted as as well as the Keystone XL pipeline, uh, as well as our energy independence, as well as our ability to be self-sufficient within a world where there are a lot of folks out there, a lot of enemies that would like to see us go away and would love to destroy our economy. They would love to make us beholden to them because that's the only place that we can get our oil. We're all hepped up about having this, uh, all of these uh, electric cars and such. We haven't built the infrastructure for it yet. And look what China's doing when you think about fossil fuels. They're building coal plants upon coal plants upon coal plants upon coal plants. And what are we doing? It's like uh, they have the blinders on in Washington, D.C., to not even acknowledge these things are going on, not to even provide a, a rationale for what they're doing. And so, again, my my basic angst about this is I believe that for the past year or so, we've created the environment for this to happen. We'll talk more about this after the top of the hour news and weather, and we'll talk to Congressman John Garamendi as well coming up on the Mike Douglas Show Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The show you love with even more local news and more local reaction. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to hour number two of the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas with you, your 
concierge for conversation, and of course, lots to talk about today as uh, we see the amazingly evil and tyrannical and violent side of Mr. Putin uh, come out as uh, as he was waiting. It's almost I almost feel like he was uh, considering us to be uh, like those uh, taking a, a laser, a little laser pointer and and putting it in front of a cat, you know, it drives the cat nuts and keeps chasing it. I feel like uh, Vladimir Putin has been toying with the world. And, of course, last night uh, that took a very, uh, very violent uh, turn as well. And we want to get uh, the perspective of one of our congressmen uh, on this. Uh, you know him well, I'm sure, in our area, Congressman uh, John Garamendi. He is the chair of the Armed Services Committee on Readiness. And, uh, Congressman, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. So happy you could join us today. I know you've got a lot on your plate. Can we start with just your overall impression of what happened last night? Uh, Russia has initiated uh, one of the most severe and dangerous crises in the last 70 years. We now have a full-scale war going on on the European continent. That has not happened for 70 years uh, since the end of World War II. Uh, And it sets in place extraordinary risks, particularly when we consider and understand what Putin has demanded. He basically has demanded that Ukraine become a vassal state, a satellite satellite country controlled by Russia, even though Ukraine has been an independent country for the last 30 years. They actually voted in 1991 to not be part of Russia. And since that time, uh, they have developed a vibrant, growing economy, uh, particularly since the uh, end of the uh, uh, premiership of a uh, premier that was oriented towards Russia. And a new government came in and oriented itself to, to the West. We are now seeing this problem play out, and it's going to have a dramatic impact on the world economy as well as on the people of Ukraine and Europe. Uh, I just returned yesterday from a three-day meeting in Brussels with the parliamentarians of all 30 NATO countries, and they are unified uh, in pushing back against Russia. Uh, providing armaments, defensive, humanitarian, uh, and economic assistance to Ukraine, while at the same time building their own defensive capacity. Is there any thought to what the justification for this is in Putin's mind? Well, Putin has given speeches over the last two decades, each one critically important in understanding what's happened today. He has said multiple times that the greatest tragedy of the 20th century was the implosion of the Soviet Union. And in more recent years, he has said that it is his goal to reassert Russia's rightful position in the the power of nations, particularly in Europe. 
And in the last week, he has made it very clear that it is his intention to make Ukraine a vassal state, a satellite state controlled by Russia. And that's one of the principal reasons for the current invasion is to uh, topple the existing government of Zelensky, install his own um, puppet in the government of Ukraine, and then, even more ominous than that, is his demand that NATO pull out of Eastern Europe going back to the 1997 uh, NATO countries. And that would eliminate virtually all of the countries in the Eastern European area. Uh, that will not happen. Uh, he's already shown his willingness to engage in a land war, costly and deadly invasion of Ukraine. And the question for all of us is, does he intend to carry out the rest of his threats? Uh, if so, this thing will spiral into a new world war involving all of the countries of Europe. And so uh, Putin needs to be uh, pushed back now. Uh, the sanctions that have been put in place by uh, the European Union and by the United States are uh, critically important in uh, disciplining and telling Russia that your invasion has enormous costs to you, to your oligarch friends, to your economy, and to your military. So what does this mean uh, immediately for us in terms of our foreign policy? Can you unpack some of the sanctions yeah. that you think are going to have the most effect? Well, the American foreign policy uh, has been very clear, at least in the last year and two months. The Trump administration spent four years demeaning, discouraging, and in many ways harming the NATO uh, programs. That changed when Biden came in. And one of the very first thing he did was to tell NATO that America is back. And so he, he and the Congress of the United States have been very busy uh, in rebuilding NATO's trust in America. Uh, I've been on three different trips uh, meeting with NATO parliamentarians uh, over the last year. And in each of those, we're sending the message that whatever Trump said, first, he is gone. And secondly, Congress is in strong support of NATO, and we will augment and continue our support. And of course, President Biden has been doing the same. Uh, that's a critical, critical factor, because that tells Putin, you are going to be in trouble with sanctions because of what you have done in Ukraine. And you will have no military opportunities with any of the NATO countries because all of the NATO countries are prepared to act in unison should you in any way attack any NATO country. So a very major shift in the foreign policy of the United States has occurred in the last year. The sanctions are another piece of that. Uh, at our uh, parliamentary meetings in uh, Brussels on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, we all work together to provide clarity, money, organizational structure, political support for the uh, necessary military uh, 
actions necessary to bolster the American position uh, in NATO. And this is the uh, movement of American troops, uh, supplies, aircraft uh, into the eastern NATO countries. All of that was done. That was done both politically and now uh, actually being done militarily. The other thing that happened, much to my surprise, but my delight, was that the European Union also came forward with very strong sanctions uh, on Tuesday, uh, actually ahead of the sanctions that uh, the Biden administration is now imposing today. Uh, Those sanctions uh, fit very well with the sanctions that the Biden administration uh, is putting in place today. Uh, They provide very severe, um, uh, those sanctions provide very severe uh, impediments to the Russian economy, to the Russian military, and go after the oligarchs uh, and all of their uh, ill-gotten gains that are spread uh, in various countries around the world, many of them in the United States, uh, by locking that up and prohibiting uh, travel. So there's a whole, there is a whole range of, uh, of diplomatic and foreign policy uh, actions that are now in place. And more will be coming as the days go by and we refine and uh, perfect the sanctions and their purpose of uh, making it clear that uh, the invasion of Ukraine comes with very serious economic, political and personal problems for Russia. Let's talk about NATO for a moment. Do you feel that NATO still has the efficacy that it had when it began? Uh, Or is it uh, diluted now, or does it just have a different role in the world? NATO's purpose is actually very, very much on the front line now. Uh, There was a period of time during the Trump administration where President Trump did everything he could to diminish NATO. Uh, in words and in deeds. The specific thing that he did was to remove from the NATO countries military support to build the infrastructure for a modern uh, NATO. These are airfields, supply depots, and the like. He took $5 billion out of the NATO budget to build a border wall here in the United States, leaving a very severe gap in the defense structure in the eastern NATO countries of Poland uh, and Romania, as well as the Baltic states of uh, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. That has been reversed. uh, And in this year's and last year's uh, budget, we've moved money to rebuild that critical military infrastructure. Uh, so where we are today with NATO is a organization that has rebuilt itself and repurposed itself. Uh, among the things that Putin has done in attacking uh, Ukraine is to give new purpose, new energy to NATO. Uh, I don't believe he wanted to do that. And it's one of the unintended consequences from his point of view. He has been very successful in unifying NATO and the European Union against him, his oligarchs, and the Russian government. 
We'll continue our conversation with Congressman John Garamendi in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Look out for a stall in Stockton. It's southbound 99 before Mariposa Road in the right lane and Lathrop northbound 5. Slow from 120 all the way to Downing Avenue this afternoon. That delay costing you about 10 minutes. And then eastbound 120 Manteca, slow from Union Road to 99. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Sylvania. On dark, foggy roads, do your fog lights provide the visibility you need? Upgrade to LEDs from Sylvania, the leader in automotive lighting. Experience how advanced optical design leads to superior down-road clarity. Visit the Sylvania website to find your LED bulbs today. Does this sound like you? Chronic pain in the knees, achy shoulders, hips that throb constantly. Trevor Carey here with great news. The days of aches and pains can be over for you with this new regenerative cell therapy at Modesto Physical Medicine. The medical professionals at Modesto Physical Medicine, they see patients just like you every day. I'm talking about people that couldn't even get off the couch. Now they're golfing, hiking, playing with the kids, working their jobs with no pain. These are life-changing therapies that are allowing people that have this chronic joint pain to feel, well, normal again. Maybe you tried steroids. Maybe facing surgery. Well, you're the perfect candidate for these leading-edge treatments from Modesto Physical Medicine. They alleviate the pain and actually help heal the damaged tissue with no downtime. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Call for your complimentary consultation today, 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Call now, 838-3434. I love when my friends stop by, but to help keep my friends and my family safe, I always spray Lysol in my home before guests arrive and again after they leave. Nothing kills more viruses on more surfaces than Lysol disinfectant spray. Lysol, what it takes to protect. Use as directed. This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. Biden's massive spending plan has expanded America's money supply and taken money out of your pocket. But you can fight back against runaway inflation by sheltering your IRA or 401k with gold through Birch Gold Group. This is Stephen K. Bannon, and I'm proud to be a customer of Birch Gold. Join me. Birch Gold has created a free info kit on protecting your retirement with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Just text the words SHELTER to 989898. Text SHELTER to 989898 and learn how to shelter your IRA or 401k with gold. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. Don't let an inexperienced plumber dig up your entire yard. Roto-Rooter offers trenchless repairs to ensure you don't have additional expenses and headaches. Get a free home inspection at RotorRooterCA.com or call <clears throat> 800-491-ROTO. That's RotorRooterCA.com. Father, preacher, friend, it's the conversation you've missed. 
The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Our guest here is Congressman John Garamendi as we talk about the issues happening now and with Russia and the Ukraine. Congressman, we were talking about your take on NATO and uh, its efficacy today. The view about China right now as it sits back and watches this chess game that Mr. Putin is engaging in. It's absolutely certain that China's watching very, very closely what's going on here. And I think that they are learning a lesson that they had not expected. And that is that uh, Russia has unified most of the world against military action taken against another country. And China didn't expect the kind of unified response Because it's not just the European Union, it's not just NATO, but it's uh, most of the uh, governments of the Pacific, uh, most of the, uh, well, all of the governments of the Pacific except two, uh, China and India. China is clearly looking at what uh, is going on in Ukraine. And I believe they did not expect to see nearly the entire world stand up in support of Ukraine and against Russia. Only two countries in the world have not spoken out in opposition to what Putin is doing, and that is India and China. And it is anticipated that India may soon join the rest of the world in uh, support of Ukraine, uh, NATO, and the European Union and Americans' actions. So this is, uh, I think, a surprise to China, and it's also a wake-up call to them that uh, any effort that they might make against Taiwan could very, very well end in a a unified world response against China. Also, uh, little known but very real, China's economic activity with Western Europe is significantly several times greater than with Russia. And China does not uh, want to lose that economic activity that benefits their export economy. So uh, uh, they have not been publicly supporting Putin's actions in Ukraine. One final question just to uh, clarify in case people are wondering. Our commitment now is, uh, for example, we're sending troops to Germany, I believe, but the commitment is at this point is not to uh, actually send troops into Ukraine. Am I right about that? President Biden has made it absolutely clear that there is no way that American troops, planes, ships, etc., are going to be engaged in Ukraine. Not going to happen. NATO is different. The 30 NATO countries, that's a longstanding commitment, a treaty in which the United States and the other 29 countries are committed to defend each other. So if, for example, Russia were to uh, invade Estonia, that would elicit a response from 30 countries to take on Russia if that were to happen. But there is no way that the president is going to send American troops into Ukraine. Military equipment, 
defensive weapons, ammunition, uh, military supplies, humanitarian supplies, and financial support is, has been, and will continue to be available for Ukraine. And uh, we will continue to do that uh, throughout this invasion and beyond. Congressman, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate that. Know you're busy, and uh, thank you for taking time to speak to the Central Valley here. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, our guest, Congressman John Garamendi. I want to take some time and react to uh, quite a few of the points that the congressman made. And, And again, uh, he, he is in a position to watch these things very carefully as the chair of the Armed Services Committee on Readiness. Uh, but there are some things I, I want to discuss with you uh, point by point, and it's going to take us uh, beyond the bottom of the hour here, but that's fine. That's why we have two hours now so that we can discuss these things in, in, a, in a bit more detail. I'd love to get your reactions uh, to uh, Congressman Garamundi's points as well. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483-209-551-34. As we all knew, uh, and I think we acknowledge uh, Vladimir Putin and in, in, uh, uh, Congressman Garamundi's opinion, uh, wants to make uh, Ukraine a vassal state, part, part of uh, his uh, country. And there's... Um, There's an interesting thought here about uh, the point he made when he talked about Putin saying one of the great tragedies of modern times was the implosion of the Soviet Union. Isn't that interesting? It gives us a sense of where his mind is uh, in this current conflict. In fact, uh, our our friend, former FBI agent Bob, uh, just uh, sent us a message, and he said when he worked on uh, foreign counterintelligence with the FBI, uh, he says people don't realize that Vladimir Putin was a former KGB uh, personnel and has a different mental attitude than your regular politician. I agree with that. I think part of the challenge that we have in responding to Vladimir Putin is that Joe Biden doesn't understand him. I don't think he understands why the the motivations of Putin. I don't think he understands the man's worldview. Uh, It is uh, he he obviously Putin wants NATO out of Eastern uh, Europe. Now, Congressman Garamendi puts a lot of uh, faith in NATO. I'm I'm not as enthused about NATO anymore. And uh, I was uh, I was a little taken uh, taken aback when uh, we threw a lot more support uh, NATO's way over the past uh, uh, couple of months. I, I thought Donald Trump did a great service in making them pay up. And uh, really, I, I don't want to rely upon NATO to uh, protect our interests around the world. I, I'm not sure that they have that kind of commitment anymore. But uh, Congressman Garamendi is closer to that situation than I am. So um, uh, he, he would probably disagree uh, with me on that. Uh, and has, has, has NATO rebuilt trust in America? Let's talk about it. In five minutes, here on the Mike Douglas Show. 
The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Have a tooth that's bothering you? Dentures loose or keep falling out? Unable to chew or enjoy meals because of missing teeth? Time to visit Martin Dentistry in Stockton. With combined experience of over 60 years, Martin Dentistry can solve these problems and more in a relaxing, family-friendly environment. State-of-the-art custom-made implants and sedation available. Book today. Call 209-951-4251. That's 209-951-4251. Or visit martinimplants.com. Power Talk 1360 KFIV Traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. The car crash in Stockton, Highway 88, right at 99. Don't have any more information. CHP's on the way out there to fill in the blanks. Something in the roadway in Stockton, southbound 99, right before Mariposa Road. It's in the right lane. And in Patterson, northbound 5 at Oak Flat Road, uh, reports of a dog in the roadway. Watch out. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tuned to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Sylvania. On dark, foggy roads, do your fog lights provide the visibility you need? Upgrade to LEDs from Sylvania, the leader in automotive lighting. Experience how advanced optical design leads to superior down-road clarity. Visit the Sylvania website to find your LED bulbs today. The Ridiculous Crime Podcast proves that true crime isn't always about mayhem and murder. Sometimes it's just silly. Take a deep dive into the absurd side of criminality with tales of stupid capers and idiotic cons that are 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. 16-year-old Max Wade decides to steal the yellow and black Lamborghini Gallardo Spider. The owner, uh-huh. you know him as Guy Fieri. <gasps> Listen to Ridiculous Crime on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mass Mutual knows that your finances can be an uncomfortable conversation. Mark, we should really talk about our money. Yep, we really should. Like we never talk about our savings. No, we never talk about that. Or our assets. Or our debt. Yeah, we really should talk about our debt. We need one of those financial plans. One of those will make a difference. We should talk about it. We should. Talk to us about financial wellness today. Feel comfortable about tomorrow. Mass Mutual. Live Mutual. Hey, Mario Courtney Lopez here. We know life's moments are definitely better together. And Smart Mouth Mouthwash gives us the confidence to always be ready to make the most of these moments. Whether in studio, on the red carpet, or around the house, having the confidence to get close is amazing. Mm-hmm. Our lives are better together with Smart Mouth. Just two rinses a day means fresh breath for 24 hours. Find it at your favorite drug, grocery, or super. Super Center store or save 20% at smartmouth.com slash radio. Saving money feels pretty good. So lower your rates, not your expectations. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. This report is sponsored by J&J Heating and Air. J&J Heating and Air. Are you ready to take on the freezing cold? I am. I call J&J Heating and Air. Quality service at a great price. Call now for the double play, a furnace and water heater tune-up for just $89. More at JJHeat.com. Sunny today with a mix of clouds. We'll see temperatures hit the low 60s. Cloudy tonight. Lows in the 20s with a freeze warning again. Sunny skies tomorrow. We'll see low 60s. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show 
on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back on this Thursday afternoon. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation as we, as we unpack uh, the events of the past 24 hours of so, or so as Russia has invaded Ukraine and not in uh, a, uh, a meek manner, in a fairly bold and uh, somewhat violent manner as well. Uh, interesting, our visit a few minutes ago with uh, Congressman John Garamendi, and he again is the uh, he is the chair of the Armed Services Subcommittee on uh, on Readiness in Washington D.C. Uh, for the Congress. Interesting perspectives, and again, I want to take some time to react to some of it in a, in a in a more expanded way. And if you would like to react to what you heard. Uh, from the congressman, we want to offer you that opportunity as well. Area code 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483. Congressman uh, made the statement uh, about NATO rebuilding trust in America. I don't know that the Biden administration is building trust in America. Uh, it's it, Kamala Harris, our, our vice president, again, is, uh, from what I've seen many times, is an apologist for America, not, not building trust in America. And as we look at the way the administration has handled the whole COVID-19 pandemic and now endemic issue, trust is, is waning. As we look at the chicanery apparently involved, as the Hillary Clinton campaign apparently uh, paid to have the upcoming, uh, the hopeful president of the United States, the candidate at that time, Donald Trump, they, uh, they were spying on him before the election. And apparently uh, those same hackers spied on him during the time that he was president. And then we've seen the FBI used as a weapon against parents at school board meetings who simply want to make their frustrations known. And and now we have all of this rhetoric that basically, if, if you if you boil it down to the basics, if you don't agree with us, then you're a domestic terrorist or you're a racist, one or the other. Got to be one or the other. And uh, this is uh, what the... the his perspective, and again, I'm not in Washington, D.C., I understand that, but his perspective that, that NATO is rebuilding trust in America where we're not even rebuilding trust in America in America right now, at least not uh, trust in our governmental leaders. So I, I don't know that I would uh, find common ground with him on that. Talked about uh, the European Union and the early sanctions uh, that were uh, that, that were leveled, and whether or not Putin and these are my words is cutting his own throat in terms of the rest of Europe. You know that that's an interesting thought. I don't know that Vladimir Putin cares. Like I'm going to go back to uh, retired FBI agent Bob's uh, comment that he uh, uh, that he sent in that people don't under, often don't understand that Putin is former KGB and he has a completely different mindset than American politicians do. His strategies are different. His viewpoints are different. His worldview is different. 
my read is, as, especially as uh, Vladimir Putin has made references to having felt that the fall of the Soviet Union was one of the great tragedies of our time. That, to me, is very indicative of the fact that he is bent upon rebuilding that empire. And it was not a good empire. It was, uh, it was one that needed to be taken down. It was one that needed to be uh, uh, destroyed, so to speak. Uh, if not externally, internally, fortunately, there, there wasn't a full-blown war behind it. And thanks to some uh, good politicking here on the side of the United States of America and President uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, we, we saw some good come out of all that. Well, Vladimir Putin has not given up the dream, if I can put it that way. That's my sense anyway. And so I think we need to be very, very careful about how we anticipate what he's going to do. Uh, as, as, uh, as we deal with people, have you noticed this? Uh, view you and what they, how they think you're going to respond to things by the way they think. I, I've encountered that a lot. I, I've had people come and, and question me or uh, ask me uh, to do certain things, and they're somewhat surprised by my, my reaction. Why? Well, because they were assuming that I would respond to a situation the way they would. No, we all respond to situations differently based upon our upbringing, based upon the traumas that we have been through, based upon the training that we have been through, based upon the life experience that we have been through, and also our plain old worldview. And I keep coming back to that time and time again. Uh, if you line up, for example, the uh, worldview and common worldviews in Iran, they don't match up with the common worldviews uh, in, in mainstream America. And the, the, the way that Vladimir Putin thinks, uh, the way that he deals with people, uh, his politics are very foreign to us. And we need to recognize that we must not anticipate his moves or what he's going to do based upon our experiences because he comes from a whole different background. And for those who, who don't believe that he's bound and determined to resurrect uh, the USSR, if not by name, at least by function, uh, I, I think that's, uh, that's fairly naive. Uh, so moving, moving on, uh, we were talking uh, with the uh, congressman also about the implications of the ramifications of uh, Vladimir Putin's actions. Uh, the congressman mentioned there will be uh, e economic and uh, political, and he said personal. That's interesting. Uh, didn't have time to unpack that, but economic, political, and personal ramifications for Vladimir Putin. Again, I, I think that comes down to does he care? Is he willing to fall on the sword in order to resurrect a, a, a new Soviet Union? I suspect he's willing to do that. I really feel he's uh, willing to do that. Now, the congressman, and he's, uh, I understand, he's uh, from the Democratic Party, and uh, he's going to back this administration. Uh, really uh, took a tough shot at, at Donald Trump there. 
uh, talking about criticizing him for taking the money uh, away from uh, NATO, in his opinion, and uh, sending that money towards building uh, the southern wall on, on the Mexico border. I, uh, I actually supported that wall, and uh, I was sad to see the Biden administration not build it. I, I don't think there was any reason, any good reason, not to continue uh, to continue building it. And, and I, Donald Trump has said many, many times in the aftermath of his administration that he felt NATO wasn't pulling its own weight, and uh, that that many of the countries were not putting in the funding that they were supposed to, and he held their feet to the fire. I don't know that that was a bad thing. I don't look at that. Uh, I don't look at that negatively. And again, and now Congressman Garamundi is, is uh, confident that NATO is effective today, uh, may have a, a slightly uh, different reason for being, uh, but he has great confidence in NATO. Do you? Uh, I don't know. Area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483, as we discuss the uh, the events of the past 24 hours in the Ukraine by Russia and uh, our visit with uh, Congressman Garamundi. Uh, he also uh, feels that by Putin taking the actions that he did within the past 24 to 48 hours, uh, most of the world is going to line up against him. Uh, he mentioned a lot of those in uh, in uh, the eastern uh, portions there of uh, the continent. Uh, he also mentioned that uh, there were only, what, two nations in, in the area that he was talking about who have not come out and criticized Putin, and that being China. Uh, China may do that, in my opinion, when they see it advantageous uh, to part ways. Right now, I think China is content to watch from the sidelines and to uh, be good buddies with uh, with Russia for the time being. Ultimately, China will want Russia under its domination as well as as well as the United States. So I think that's a that's a uh, friendship that is uh, is somewhat tenuous. I don't think either of them really consider themselves to be friends. I think they have some common goals, and you often align on those areas where you agree in order to accomplish the bigger picture uh, that, uh, that you want to do. So, uh, and I, I agree. I think uh, a lot of uh, Europeans are now um, uh, have now uh, an opinion of uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, Putin that is far more uh, aggressive, uh, deeper. And uh, I think the woundedness that, he's going to leave Putin is going to leave in Ukraine uh, the, the 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 blood not figuratively but the, but the blood that he's leaving there politically may well have an effect upon uh, upon the rest of the world and uh, is his uh, is his assessment of China was interesting is the congressman felt that his assessment of China, uh, is it accurate that uh, China maybe was a little bit surprised? 
by the reaction, either either by what Putin did. I don't know that that I'm surprised by that. I don't think China was surprised either. But I think the congressman's point, if I read him correctly, was that China may be surprised at the depth of animosity towards Vladimir Putin and Russia based upon the actions of the past 24 to 48 hours. My worry about that is that the Biden administration may sit back on its laurels and delight in that international uh, animosity towards uh, Vladimir Putin and not do what we need to do as the United States of America to protect our own interests and, uh, and, and to quit being so reactive and be proactive. I don't feel there's a, I don't feel there's trust. I don't feel there's a command presence right now in Washington, D.C. Great words, and I'll play a few of them when we come back here in just a couple of minutes from President Biden today. I wouldn't argue with uh, many of the things he said, but you have to look beyond the words and look at the actions. Where are we? Where are we going? And how are we going to stay ahead of the power curve, prevent some of these things happening in the future? We'll talk about that in uh, three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show at area code 209 Five five one three four eight three. Again, I'll be back in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show now weekdays from three till five on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV traffic now from the J and J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Southbound 99 in Manteca, right at Highway 120, reports of a major crash blocking the left lane. Highway patrols already on scene. Stockton, a two-car crash there, Highway 88, right at Highway 99. And a stall in Stockton, northbound 99, between 8 Mile Road and Armstrong Road. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tuned to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by KickItCA.org. The journey to quit smoking isn't easy but you have the power to do it. Your story to quit for good is yours to tell, and we're here to help. For free quit support, visit kickitca.org today. Stu Gilman, Transworld Business Advisors. Stu, you have great expertise in helping people sell their businesses. What can you help them with? Well, first of all, let people know that they actually could sell their business. A lot of people don't know they can. And as the first part of that, we actually help a business owner determine what their business could possibly be worth to a new owner. So that would be the first thing, and it's free. That expertise available to you at 844-STU-FOR-YOU. That's 844-STU-FOR-YOU. Hi, Phil Swift here. When that next storm is barreling down, get prepared with the Flex Seal family of products. Floods can destroy your home. Push flex base deep into cracks and holes to help prevent flooding. Seal doors and windows, patch leaky roofs and downspouts. Remember, when that storm is coming your way, keep your family safe and dry. Be prepared with the Flex Seal family of products. Available at FlexSealProducts.com and fine retailers. I love when my friends stop by, but to help keep my friends and my family safe, I always spray Lysol in my home before guests arrive, again, after they leave. Nothing kills more viruses on more surfaces than Lysol disinfectant spray. Lysol, what it takes to protect. 
uses directed. For more information about contests on this station, go to powertalk1360.com slash rules. Hey, hey, this is John Hope Bryant, entrepreneur and fellow builder, just like you. Thanks to the help of iHeartRadio and Prudential Financial, I'd like to present to you my brand new podcast, Building the Good Life, where each week a special friend and I will break down and unveil the mysteries of how you build. So if you're ready to build like you never thought you could before, the best version of you, be sure to listen every Friday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. On dark, foggy roads, do your fog lights provide the visibility you need? Upgrade to LEDs from Sylvania, the leader in automotive lighting. Experience how advanced optical design leads to superior downroad clarity. Visit the Sylvania website to find your LED bulbs today. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show, talking about the events uh, in Eastern Europe and our responses to what we've heard today and uh, to some of the comments made by uh, Congressman John Garamundi. Let's find out what your viewpoints are, your reactions at 209-551. Three four eight three. Let's check in with Victor from Farmington. What's your assessment of the Biden administration and handling the situation, Victor? Good afternoon, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, I, I think people get, if you're mildly into the news and you're paying attention or watching, they think that, my gosh, uh, Biden, how could he be so stupid buying 2.3 million barrels of oil from Russia last year, making them billionaires and making them rich enough to do these crazy things he's doing? And they think, well, you know, he's a Green New Deal guy and environmentalist and the AOC and the squad, they're all pushing him to do this. That may be, maybe 5 or 10% of the equation. People are totally missing the fact that, that Hunter Biden got giant diamonds from Russia, uh, millions of dollars. He was in the oil business in Ukraine, which he knows nothing about, but he was a puppet of, of Putin over there. And people may remember uh, uh, his dad over there saying, you got an hour to file that prosecutor to try to, to try to get my son fired, or you're not getting a billion dollars. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, you got to put all these things together and say that you know they really, really bought and paid for. Uh, they owe. Who knows what they got on Biden and, and Joe and all the money and millions they've given him? He's got to do whatever Putin says, and this is what Putin wants. He wants to control all the oil and, that's going to Europe and, and sell it to us too. We're stupid. Yeah, great. They've got to dig down and find that stuff out. Great, great point. Connecting the dots, Victor. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for your comments there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, one of the things that we've done is we've uh, we've prepared the ground for things like these things to happen. Totally uh, unnecessary. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Very quickly, we'll go to uh, Jeanette and Escalon. Uh, what do you think, uh, Jeanette, what, what's your reaction to what you hear from the congressman today? Well, I, I was re- thinking of a comment that you made. Uh, well, I, I think that Garamendi did, too, about how effective NATO is and how they've come together. And it's like, what? They're effective? Putin attacked Ukraine. How effective were they in preventing that? I mean, I cannot believe the spin that Garamendi put on the whole NATO and Russia situation. I mean, he he lied about what Trump accomplished. Uh, he, he's just a you know a politician, of course. But uh, I just loved how Trump emphasized peace through strength. And I, I saw the clip and listened to the clip 
how he faced the leaders of, of NATO, and and they were buying Russia's gas. And then Putin come, and then and then Biden comes in and and shuts down the Keystone, and then lets Russia move forward, and Germany, of course, move forward with that. Uh, you know, it, it he dug us a uh, he dug a hole, and we fell in it. Um, and and by, of, of the last four administrations, Trump is the only one who prevented uh, um, Putin from making this move. It happened during Bush, during Obama, and now through Biden. What does that say about uh, our modern Neville Chamberlain, Mr. Biden? Uh, his expectations are insufficient. They're too late. And, you know, I... I, I agree I, I with just, you. I just uh, can't believe the hypocrisy. I can't believe yeah, the hypocrisy. I, yeah, I, I, there, there is hypocrisy, Jeanette. Thanks for your comments. Appreciate that very much. And uh, let's squeeze one more phone call in here uh, very quickly. Uh, let's go to uh, Bob in uh, Modesto. Bob, what is, uh, what, what's your assessment of all of this? Hey, we're a train wreck, okay? Our country's I, – I can't believe how divided our country is. My brother's an officer in the Navy. My son's a Marine. And um, we are in we are in bigger trouble than what people you know that that leaked thing about China possibly you know looking at Taiwan, and uh, we're sitting back here. We waited too long. We should have had a response to this a long time ago before they had this buildup on the border of the Ukraine, and now they're doing flyovers of uh, China's doing flyovers of Taiwan. So Americans need to wake up. And they need to, you know, pay close attention and start calling their senators and congressmen. And we need to, we need to get united, quit with all this woke crap, and uh, get back to what we were. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. If you were running for office, Bob, I'd, I'd vote for you in a nanosecond. Well said. Well thought out. Appreciate that. And uh, very quickly, I take one more phone call here. Kathleen from Oakdale. Got about uh, 30 seconds. Kathleen, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, the Biden administration, together with China, is being uh, in, influenced and advised by empires and uh, dynasties to uh, to take the upper hand in wealth and military in the world. And uh, Putin is a violent man, and uh, he is responding to uh, the United Biden administration and China's move to take the upper hand in wealth and military by uh, taking over Ukraine. I think it's a bad idea, but I do uh, side with uh, Putin in uh, feeling that uh, the Biden administration and China um, working together to take the upper hand in wealth and military uh, should be stopped. Absolutely. Kathleen, run out of time. Great thinkers all of you are. Thank you so much. We'll uh, see you next time. Trevor Carey up next.